Hi, this is Zach. And this is Zoe. And we're from the Backlook Cinema, Cinema Podcast. Podcast with Zach and Zoe. And basically, what we do here is that we're a father and son team. We like to talk about movies that I love when I was growing up. And then I get Zach's impressions on these great movies. See, he's never seen these movies. These movies came out before he was born. So what do you think about the movie that we've seen so far? They've been good so, so yeah, far, yeah. except for one. Except for one. So, so I'm batting like... 999 something we we uh, looked at movies like i believe it's like the last dragon is one of them yeah we looked at the last dragon the last dragon was a great episode arnold schwarzenegger movies we sylvester stallone movies you know all those great action mindless flicks from the early 90s we also looked at some hard drama like juice you remember juice yeah juice demolition man oh we did a soldier story. Yeah, a soldier story, running scared. So we, we, we're we doing this movies, we're talking about them, and we're having a great time, and we think that you'll have a great time too, so join us whenever you get the chance. So wherever you listen to podcasts, check out the Backlick Cinema Podcast with Zach and Zoe. I'm drawing a line in the fucking sand here. Do not read the line. Remember when my bacon went through the vegan sugar-free face? Yeah. Well, I couldn't have survived it. Must have lost 12 pounds. I'm going to burn your heart in a fire! Welcome to episode 68 of the Watching It podcast. On today's show, Donnell likes to watch people suffer. Robert, still into zombies. Terrence Howard is out of the equation. Girls do get it done. Nandor goes full disc world. Packlids are not dumb. I'm your host, Robert, and with me is Donnell. How are you doing today, Donnell? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. It's, uh, it's a Friday. It's wet and rainy, and just like always in Washington, when the first time it rains, people forgot how to drive. Oh, Way this, this is the first like real rain. We've yeah, got like hints of it. Exactly. And we just been the whole the whole city has been waiting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> on the way over here, I saw three different car accidents. I'm like, come on, people. Like, <laughs> you live in Washington. You know every year this is good. We're going to have a summer and then when fall comes, it's going to rain. And everyone's like, what's this? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Their tires are too dry. Apparently, I don't know. Dry. Drives me insane, Mel. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> All right, well, we got a lot to talk about this episode, so let's get right into it. Mm -hmm. Donnell, what you been watching? So, yeah, I, what I've been watching, uh, so I've been watching a little YouTube, you know, doing my thing on there. And one of the things I've been watching is two different guys play doing some playthroughs, blind playthroughs, first-time playthroughs, of the game series Dark Souls. Okay. Um, so, for those out there listening, I am, Dark Souls is by far one of my, or just the, the whole... From Software Library, one of my favorite game series. From out Software? There. From Software is the company that oh, makes okay. them. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, and they, so they make, they made the original Demon Souls, which is where I first got my teeth wet. Um, and these are the, so I haven't played these, but it, just to make sure I, I understand. So you're like a guy in a suit of armor, and it's really unforgiving. So the second part is true. The first part is you could be a guy. You don't, you don't have to be. You can be a man and stuff. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, they're known for their difficulty. They're known for people raging and stuff um their catch or the catchphrase that the community came with i'm not part uh, that it gets behind this i mean it to some degree but it's get good whenever people complain about this is too hard <laughs> it, the yeah. dark soul bro l2p l2p yeah. i must say when whenever people you know on a form will complain about dark souls being too hard the, the dark souls bros come somewhere and get good then that's yeah, it yeah. just get good for those that um, don't know l2p means learn to play yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and so yeah they're they're known as placing my first experience with them, I mean, I was I was on the side of this is too hard with because uh, when I played Demon Souls back in the day, 
the first time, well, not the first time, but the first couple times I played it, couldn't get anything done. Got utterly frustrated. Eventually, I was just like, fuck this game. And I put it down. Didn't play it again for like six or seven months. I literally just did not touch it. I was like, that is the dumbest game ever. Picked it up again. Played it. Got just as frustrated, but eventually beat the first boss. And that was a that's a turning point. When you beat a boss in a Souls game and you have that sense of victory after being just annihilated over and over again, that's losing the when you're like, oh, yeah, that's why people play this game because <laughs> it's just this moment of elation. And so I've been watching. You know, you know, I got that from World of Warcraft back in the day where you'd go yeah. fight a raid. I mean, no, no, it's like, the same sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. like you got 40 people Down and you're in a fighting raid a raid boss, boss and yeah. you've been going at it for months mm -hmm. and just like, you know, you've been, you're you're at the tail end of a five hour session yep. and everybody's worn out and then you finally do it and just that release of all that hard yep. work. And yeah, and yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. It's the same feeling. Um, Modern games are a little too easy for the most part. That's one thing that yeah, a lot of people say. Um, I was gonna say. So, anyways, uh, there's a lot. There's tons of playthroughs online, but most of the playthroughs you're gonna find of Dark Souls are people who have played these games to the point where there, there's people playing no hit yet games where they restart yep, yep. their playthrough if they get hit once. No people, armor. Yeah, no armor. Doing alters. What doing like only can like this one dude I actually just watched, which is still interesting. Did like a no because you use stamina in Dark Souls, and so we did a no stamina run in Dark Souls three or for one, which is the only Dark Souls where when you cast spells you don't use stamina. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's how he was able to do it. But he couldn't dodge, couldn't run, couldn't block. Like so, he had to time everything just right. Um, so yeah. And those ones are all right, but I'm enjoying watching people who have never played Dark mm. Souls because to me, that is the authentic Dark Souls experience. Yeah. When you see these guys who are just mobbing through mobs, dodging around, like it takes away, like that's not what Dark Souls is about. Dark Souls is about the learning well, curve. Well, that's a speed run at that point. Yeah. And, and it's its own Or the thing. challenges, yeah. yeah. But like, to me, like Dark Souls is about the learning curve. Like I, when I watch these guys and they're stepping into the ring with a boss for the first time and just getting annihilated, like I remember being that guy. And like, I laugh at them, yeah, but also I'm cheering them on a little bit because especially as you watch their playthrough, like they'll do a whole playthrough of the game. And so, you, you know, video one is him at, you know, in the first area against the first boss getting slaughtered by scrubs. And then you can go to video like eight. And also you see the same dude who you just watched and just getting slaughtered, dodging, parrying, yeah, yeah. doing it. And you, you feel like, yeah. And so, like, I mean, that's to me, <laughs> that's the message of Dark Souls. Like, I mean, like as it is, get good. But it truly is. It's like, yeah, you you learn as you play and you get better. And seeing, I don't know, I just find enjoyment. That's why, I, like I said, it's suffering. But so I find enjoyment in watching these guys get slaughtered through the first couple of videos nice. as they start to yep. piece things together and realize, oh, I can parry you're, this. You're in it with them when you do it. Exactly. Let's play. Yeah. Like you're with them. And yeah, so it's just something for me. It's just, I, I, I really, I do watch the challenges and the speed runs and the craziness that people do, but there's something special about just watch somebody their first time, never playing yeah. Dark Souls and just being like, well, this is gay. <laughs> there's, some, there's something interesting about let's plays. You know, people will ask me like, why don't you just play the game? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, I mean, do you, for for our generation, maybe not the newer generations, yeah. I remember sitting on the couch yep, while my brother, brother played the game or mm -hmm. vice versa and cheering along yep. or, you know, screaming it, you know, I'll scream into the monitor like, no, man, that's not how you do it, yep, do the other thing, yep. you know, go down to the YouTube comments and see the mm -hmm. first one is the same thing you were thinking, you know, there's something about just being part of the audience yep. and, and, and that it's, it's, it's fun. It's, it's also it's like, experience that sometimes is, I just get so lazy, I don't want to play the game. I just yeah. want to watch something I mean, there's that, there's, there's lots of games that I'll do a Let's Play for that are, um, 
games I'll never play. Like, but I want to know. Like, I love. I think that there's a lot of. I mean, people. There's been debates whether video games are art, but I think there's a lot of good storytelling. That's a stupid debate. It. There I, are video are. games can definitely exactly. Be art. But I, and that thing is, I think there's a lot of good artistry and a lot of good storytelling and a lot of games that I never will play. Like, I, I just don't want to play that game. It's not my cup of tea. But I really want to know that story. So I'll watch a let's play on lots of those too. Because it's like, yeah, I don't. I don't want to take, sorry, it's not my cup of tea. The type of gameplay is not what I'm looking for, but I do want to know what happened. So, yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, well, pretty much all I watched this week, other than our myriad of shows, mm -hmm. um, and other shows like Sea and Titans and yep, stuff that we're yep. not covering, yep. uh, was finishing up my run of iZombie. Mm -hmm. I got so into it, I did not watch the shows for, for this program until last night. Because <laughs> I was like... I'm. I just want to watch this. Yeah, I just want to yeah. finish this run. It's. It's a solid five seasons. Mm -hmm. It has. It has an ending. It's you know, good. it doesn't just doesn't just crap out on us. Solid ending, like where you feel yeah. satisfied with yeah. it ends. Yeah, okay. they wrap they wrap everything up. I nice. think the last season they jumped the shark a little bit here and there. Mm -hmm. Um, something that, that I don't think that any uh series should do is introduce new characters or oh, villains or yeah. anything. What's in the last oh, season? Attack and Titans. Did yeah, that, that I, they fumbled the ball hard with Attack and Titans yeah. last season by doing that. I was like, I'm not feeling this at all. What, what you what you need from from a good solid show that that is going to have an ending mm -hmm. is either in the first or second season you introduce a character that's a villain. Yeah. And, you know, you may have, like, Monster of the Week stuff or something going on, but they'll be in the background. Mm -hmm. And your final season is the final battle yeah. with that guy, with that character, yeah. right? Which they do in, in iZombie, but they also introduce another one that's very shark jumpy. I don't want to give it away because I think everybody should watch it. It's on Netflix, 13 episode seasons, easy to digest, yeah, yeah, fun show, great, great rewatch, which mm -hmm. I was not expecting. Nice. Um, for for me to enjoy it as much as I did, so yeah, right. definitely check out iZombie. All right, just All right. just fantastic. Um, yeah, that's really it. But we watched something. Well, I, I still have oh, one more thing. Oh. Um, as everybody knows, uh, I watch my my uh cooking competition shows. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm, I watch mm -hmm. Hell's Kitchen. I watch Master Chef. Um, Master, Master <laughs> yeah, a, a cookie nerd, I guess. But uh, so Master Chef is where it's supposed to be, you know, normal home cooks learning or you know, showing how well yeah. they can cook. Um, and on this most current season and all seasons, he's been just mind-numbingly stupid. There is one contestant, and she has somehow made it into the finale, and it just grinds my gears that she's there. And if she wins this thing, I'll be pissed. But her name is Autumn. And she's from Boston and has a Boston accent, but that's not what makes her terrible. What makes her terrible is she is dumber than a box of rocks. <laughs> and I have a, a I, I told this to my friend uh, also, like, I, I, like, you hear people are dumb all the time, but I have the prime example of why she is so dumb. And the thing is, in the most recent episode, so a couple episodes back, and it happens off camera, something happened. She broke her foot, her left le leg. And okay. so she's been walking around with a cast and a boot on her left leg. But for most of the show, they've just been cutting to her like at the pantry or cutting to her at her workstation. So you don't see her walk, you yeah. know, but you're assuming yeah, she got a crutch and she's getting around. OK, fine. Cool. Whatever. The most recent episode, I guess, for whatever reason, they decided, yeah, let's let's include her walking in, in it. So she does have a crutch. Mm -hmm. Now, a crutch is there because you don't want to put weight on the foot. That is broken. Yeah. You know, it's trying to heal. The bones are dead. You're going to injure it more. So if your your left leg is broken, you have the crutch on the left side to yeah. support that yeah. side of your body. Yeah. It takes the place of your leg. Exactly. Simple, right? She got it on the right she side. She got it on the right side. And you even as watching her, 
and she even starts flinching too while she's walking. See, you can tell that she is taking the le- weight off of her good right leg, and you can see her putting weight on her left leg and flinching as she's going. I'm like, how dumb are you yeah. that you cannot figure out how to use a crutch? Especially, like you said, you are feeling pain every time you walk. Do you think that's what it's supposed to feel like? Like, yeah. and I'm just like, this girl's just so dumb. She is so dumb and stupid, and I'm just like, how do you make it through your? She needs one life? of those carts. Yeah, I'm where you like, like put your knee up. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just like, how do you make it through your day to day life? How do you make it through life? Like, she's a. Pre- I guess she's a pretty good cook. I don't know. She hasn't impressed me, but but I'm just like, is that is that all that's in your head? Like, that's all you can fit is cooking, and that's why you just. She said so many dumb things this season. Is she a good cook? That's what. According to the show, I I haven't been impressed, but I'm like I'm not a judge in fancy food. But she's in the finale, so she's okay. always been cooking okay. well. But that's what I'm like. It's like, and so I'm like, is that the only thing she can fit in her head is cooking, and that's why she talks like an idiot and doesn't know how to use a crutch? And some people. I, and some I just want to know, like, how did you break your leg? Because I feel like there's a re- like they never tell you in the show, but I feel like it has to be incredibly dumb. It has to be incredibly <laughs> dumb how you broke your leg. But uh, yeah, I just I she don't ran know. over her own foot with a car. Probably I'm they didn't. Gonna... They don't tell on the show how she broke. her No, foot. she just shows That's up incredibly. the thing, that, and they're the, like, the show is dumb. They're like, they're like doing that. They're like Autumn. See, you got a new boot. And it's like, yeah, I broke my foot, and that was all they mentioned of it. And I'm just was like, I would. No, we love, need to know. We I need would to know love the story to know because I feel like it would be one of the dumbest things I ever heard. <laughs> uh, I, need, I need that. Where did the soda go? Black and white re- dramatic reenactment <laughs> of how she broke her foot. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. But anyway, we we both watched a show this week. Yes, we did. Uh, called Why the Last Man. Yep. Yeah. Uh, came out on Monday last came week. Came up on Monday, and I have to just say, stop it. Stop it with the three episodes. You like, know, I I can forgive this because it was a lot of setup. That it they was a lot do. of setup, but I'm just like, dude. Like, I mean, we got Doom Patrol next week with three episodes. Like, I'll just go in and say, like, we've decided not to cover Why the Last Man week to week. We might bring it up, you know, here or there. It it's, some it's too stuff, dramatic for us, but. But overall, and not like Doom Patrol dramatic, yeah. where there's like wackiness on top of yeah. that. This is a very serious show. Oh, overall, yeah, we're not going to be covering it. But like, my, if we were going to be covering, it, I'm just like three episodes this week. Next week we have three episodes of Doom Patrol, and then I know other shows come out later. Three, episodes. I'm just like, stop with three. I don't. Like, how are we supposed to cover it, Robert? How are we supposed to cover it? Like, we're already taking 24 hour podcast to, network. No. Exactly. <laughs> I was about to say we're already taking next week. We're going to have a special Doom Patrol episode just for that. But I'm just like, we can't do that for every show. We can't be doing that. But. Uh, uh, overall, I, I like it. I think. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. Uh, so this is based off a comic book, mm-hmm. a sixty issue standalone comic book. Yep. Um, from DC. From DC. Yep. And and <laughs> or everybody from the company that DC bought. <laughs> yeah, everybody that I talked to asked about it, uh, which is two people. Yeah, okay. <laughs> said that, uh, that, it, that the comic book run was one of their fav- most favorite things they've ever read. Nice. And these aren't people that are necessarily big into comics. Mm-hmm. They just happened to run across it and read it and ate it up. And, and so it was really good. And I did I did read, I think, the first five issues before the show came out. Uh, they're staying pretty, pretty true to it, but they are definitely diverging quite a bit at the same time. But the, I, was, I was like, oh, man, are they going to make his... His mom, the president, mm-hmm. you know, I was like, are they really going to do that? And yeah. like, um, are they because because there's like, you know, the premise is, is there is a, some kind of plague or something yeah, that only targets the Y chromosome. Yeah. And it kills all male. Yep. 
species mm-hmm. across the globe. I really like the kind of setup they had where yeah. like they find the deer and, and the like, animals the, are dying. The, yeah, and it's just like weird when the, the, that scene the with one, the rats were really cool. Yeah, yeah. I like how yeah, a whole flood of rats goes by, but then when they like all pass, there's just like a bunch of little corpses of obviously the male ones yeah. left behind. Um, so here's something I got a question for you, yo, is do we know what Ampersand's sex is? He's a male. Exactly. The monkey is a male. That's what I thought too. Yeah. So I was like, it's not just him. For some reason, him and the monkey, which I figure we're, we're going to get some more as the show goes all along. So, so here, here is my theory. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is not something I know from the comics, but based on reading the comics and seeing this, mm-hmm. what I think the, the thing is, is that it's some sort of biblical, mystical thing. Mm-hmm. And the ring that he was the, the special ring that he, that got, he got from some Bedouin camp, yeah, is what protected him because yeah. he was he in the comic books, he's holding the ring when this all goes down, and he's holding the monkey at the same time. Mm. And somehow, I think the ring protects him, interesting, and and whatnot. But that's just my theory, yeah. And and I don't know that the comic books did not spell that out either. But that just kind of seemed what that's just what I put together. Yeah. It's like the only the only weird thing is that he's got this weird ring that's 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 mystical yeah. in nature, you know. I will say one thing, and I get that it was the way they wanted to shoot it, but one thing that made it so so confusing was his sister Hero. Yeah. And she's hanging out after everything happened. I thought it was a flashback at first, but then I was like, nope, this is current. She's so hanging out with like a group of guys. And I'm like, I thought he was the only one who survived, but no, no, it is interesting because there's lots of trans people. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. Do you find out that they were they're they're trans? They transitioned to being men. And I'm like, okay, that because at first I was like, that doesn't like he's only like this would be a big event if something like she also has like three guys that she's hanging out with. Um, so I thought that was interesting and kind of yeah, it was an interesting <laughs> twist. It caused a lot of confusion while watching it. Um, and then Man, I, 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 in my opinion. Two things have one of two things happen. Either mm-hmm. they become sex slaves, or they make a shit ton of money. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> well, I, I was just about to bring up the part with the freaking Asian ladies in the dry cleaner shop, yeah. and how they're like, "We're gonna trade you." I'm like, I mean, yeah, like this is the one, this is the last dude or the only dude we know. Of? Like, because and at first I was like, because I do some time leaps in the first couple episodes. Yeah, and, that's, and they did that. That's in the comic one thing as you well. need to rem- no, remember because at first I was like, really, like pandemic just happened and you're already like getting to that anarchy trade this dude's life for goods but then i realized oh no it's been i think by that point it's been like 67 weeks so i was like it's not it hasn't just happened they've been dealing and struggling with this um yeah for a while so yeah it's it's really uh, my thing and uh, this is no let's see this is why this still would have been hard to cover this is in no way uh front to women in any way i just my, tread lightly, Donald. I know. Tread I'm lightly. trying to. What I want to say is just because, like, there's still there's still a military, which I know there yeah. are plenty of women in the military, yeah. but I feel like they'd be like they're like at one point they're like holding off a bunch of people from getting into the White House, and they're all female soldiers. And like that thing is, I know there's plenty of women in the military, but I also imagine they'd be like spread out all over the place. Yeah. And so the fact that they had enough soldiers to hold, because there's definitely going to be a lot more women in D.C than female soldiers like yeah. just normal yep. so but the fact that they still had enough female soldiers in dc to hold i mean eventually they gave up but to hold off the white house i just was like really how how do you have that many around at the time like yeah that, that was interesting that that definitely in 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 the comic books so like i'm just you know basically the comic books i read mm-hmm. get up to the point that we're at now in the show nice maybe maybe the show might be a little ahead actually where where i got through in the comics 
And uh, in the comics, there definitely it's a, there's a lot of politics stuff. Yeah, like yeah. how is the government going? Is mm -hmm. that should she be the president? Why aren't we making the wives of the pe the men who died the the senators in Congress? Yeah, there's like a whole thing where like the in in the comic book the uh, Republican wives show up. All, all the wives of all of them, and some of yeah. the some of the wives are Republicans, where their their sitting senators were Democrats, mm. and they want to take power. Yeah, and they end up burning down the White House, mm. like which they kind of talk about in the in the yeah, show. Yeah, uh, and and they like hi have to hide why uh, in in a bunker. Yep, to yep. like the you know because obviously they just got to hide them everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, in the comic book, there's this whole thing going on in Israel that they're kind of flipping back and forth through, which hmm. they didn't really do yeah. in these few episodes. There's also, like, this Amazon tribe that's formed in D.C. that's, like, centered around uh, the Washington Monument or, or something <laughs> like that. No, no, there's a big memorial at the Washington yeah, Monument because yeah. it's, it's a big dick, you yeah, know, <laughs> and yeah. stuff like that. And they have all the photos, and then the Amazons attack it, and they, like, they cut off one of their breasts so that way they can fire arrows better and stuff. And in the comic book, Hero, his sister, yeah. is one of them. Oh. And, like, kind of high up. Mm. Like, yeah. Interesting. It is interesting. You know, it, yeah. I'm really excited to see where this I, goes. I'm going to continue watching this Yeah, I'm definitely sure. going to continue watching it. Uh, there was one other thing I wanted to bring up, but something I can't remember. It. Give, me, give me a second. Let's see if I can pull it back. It might be gone, though. You lost it. You lost it. You lost I it. I think it's gone. <laughs> I think it's gone. Uh, did you Did you see that? Uh, it has the girlfriend that was uh, um, the girlfriend that gets gets smashed by the speeder, speedster. Oh and yeah. The boys. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. She's also everything ties back to the boy. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, that actress was also in the Expanse, and she was in uh, Letterkenny as well nice nice yeah she plays one of the foot in Letterkenny. She's one of the uh, the female hockey players mm. and. Yeah, she, she's yeah. she's she's a celebrity crush of mine. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, good show. Definitely interesting premise and good start. Um, and yeah, I definitely wanna. I'm gonna be keep keep on watching it. And like I said, we're not gonna be covering it week to week. But if anything comes up or anything, we might we might bring. Yeah, it, if anything really interesting in. happens, I'll definitely yeah. bring it up in 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 the what we've been watching segment segment. Yeah. yeah. Well. We're going to go ahead and take a break here. Yeah. And when we come back, we're going to talk about what we do in the shadows, what if, and the lower decks. Ooh, yeah. Hello, everybody. This is Eric Donaldson, the host of the illustrious Hardmark Podcast, a comedy show where I introduce one professional wrestling match per episode to my co-host, who's never watched wrestling before. For pro wrestling enthusiasts, you can relive famous and infamous moments from the past through the lens of a non-fan. And for anyone unfamiliar with the surreal world of pro grappling, enjoy the window into the strange but lovable mind of my co-host Ryan as he unintentionally destroys my childhood while also debating proper face washing technique, fear of raccoons, getting hit by cars, and plenty of other ridiculous topics outside of wrestling. So check out the Hardmark Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find your favorite shows, and follow us on Instagram at Hardmark Podcast to keep up with news, clips, and shenanigans, too. Thanks, everybody. All right, we're back. Let's talk about what if. Yeah. So, so did you get my joke that Terrence Howard is out of the equation? 
No. So, so the premise of this episode is that Killmonger saves uh, Tony yeah. Stark, right, right, and he doesn't end up making the Iron Man suit, right, and you know they they end up doing doing you know going into cahoots together. Uh, but but I noticed that they had Rhodes in the show. Oh yeah, and yeah. it was Don Cheadle. Uh, yeah. Even though this was technically the, the first Iron yeah, Man yeah. movie, and and so <laughs> the original the original Rhodes was played by Terrence Howard, yep. and he turned down the role for whatever reason. But I mean, it's it's one of those things. Looking like I wonder if looking back on it now, like dude. Oh, absolutely. Like absolutely. Because, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I heard that it was like something like they didn't offer him enough. I'm like, dude, you, you would be making banks. Too. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Still be freaking. Even be, if he got one percent mm-hmm. of any of all the movies he was in on the yeah. back end, yeah, it'd be set yeah. up your children and your children's children mm-hmm. and their children for life. Yeah. You so get, so the Disney <laughs> franchise, man, you hold on tight. He did us. not do the math, but yeah. but then but then he just went off the deep end. That actor. Yeah. And it, I don't know if you know about his whole like he has his own private math that he's trying to he's trying he yeah. He's like he's like we do math wrong. Math is broken, and he's the only one who knows. And how. He, he's the one who figured it. And out. he's got this whole thing about uh, one times one equals two. He will swear to his dying breath that one times one gonna, equals two. I have got to see some of this. I'm going to look. This oh up. yeah, it's it is it is this crazy sounds insane. Yeah, but like, <laughs> like just a com- completely wow. disassociated from how how math works. But I thought it would have been funny. If in this episode they had had Terrence Howard playing <laughs> Rhodes, because it, yeah, well, it for just... some of it, because they definitely progress the story along into Iron Man Two territory, or what would be the timeline of Iron Man Two, yeah, and stuff. So it, that would be interesting to have Terrence Howard in the beginning, and then Don <laughs> Cheadle you know, show up and just be like, "What happened?" <laughs> uh, uh, you know, I would say this is uh, the second worst episode, in my opinion. Uh, it definitely not high on my list but this is what i find weird is i didn't watch any of them but i just you know i i like once again on youtube quite a bit these days and uh i saw like two different reviewers who were like this is by far the like their their like title or subtitle or whatever for their video was like this is the best uh what if this season i'm like you watching the same uh, yeah last week what the hell dr strange like this is one thing it's not bad but it's nothing special. No, like, no. This one was weak because, you know, I mean, th- this this kind of falls in line with that first episode where it followed a li- followed a little too closely. Yeah, I with, mean, with, events with the happen story. quicker than other, and and Killmonger ultimately does win uh, to some degree. But uh, yeah, it falls too closely, and it's it's it's. I mean, it's an interesting watch, but it's not like oh man, that that was crazy or that's such a weird like different universe. I mean, even the ending kind of hinted at like things are gonna course correct, you know? Yeah, they they had uh, what's your face now? I can't remember her name, but the T'Challa's uh sister, yeah, you know, Pepper at the end, and be like, yeah, we gotta sort this out so it's like oh because i mean i mean even then while i still want to have made the episode great the fact that they kind of showed like oh everything's gonna course correct and they're gonna resolve all this it's like oh okay so then nothing's different like Kill- yeah. yeah killmonger's in charge for a little bit but then they fix everything and yada yada um that, so and i'm not sure in the movie they did this but i just have questions of how tony stark is alive because in, in that opening scene when he's in the back of the jeep yeah, and then the one guy gets out, and he, Tony's like, "Give me a gun," and the guy's like, "Stay in the jeep." And then he turns around and walks away, and then someone shoots him with what has to be some sort of automatic shotgun, and you see the bullet holes, and they smash all through the jeep, including where Tony's yeah. sitting. And yeah. I'm just like, 
his so face should be I'm just like up. I'm like so he's dead right like <laughs> like how is he alive I'm like no you we all saw the bullet holes what the bullets just disappeared after going through the jeep like it's like it's so weird I'm just like no Tony's dead like that's the change is Tony died in the back of the jeep right yeah <laughs> so speaking of, speaking of, of things watching the watcher I yeah. was not well, he wasn't in the background and he, stuff he like barely, he was before he, yeah he just kind of popped in for yeah that kind of that kind of throws a wrench into then, our, yeah. our our opinion that he was going to keep getting more and more up and up in there yeah yeah um i'm wondering and it's not something they really focus on and is are there avengers in this universe because iron man was the first one recruited and not saying that you still couldn't get you know the hulk and the rest of them without iron man but it just like yeah they don't really like you don't hear anything about that like it's it's an iron man and slash conda centric story but you don't hear anything about like the attack on new york from loki and like how yeah. was that handled and, and that sort of stuff and like yeah it's just interesting to think like well okay so he never became iron man so did we ever get avengers or did these events ever happen like how is him not being iron man like we only see this one portion of the story and how things change, but they're like, well, when did Black Panther take place in the timeline? Black Panther takes place after Civil War. Yeah, because in Civil War, okay. his dad is still oh, alive. That's T'Challa right. is okay, still he not shows up. The okay, Panther. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but that's the thing. It's like, did even Civil War happen at that point? Yeah, like, there's so many. Because part of the reason of why all this happens is because Tony. Well, be, the re- reason why Civil War happens is because Tony starts up the Accords, but and tries to put that stuff in place. But in the day, since he's not Iron Man, well, but so, but this took place before what would have been Avengers One. It did, but it would have played out over because the part where he goes and meet where Rhodey goes and meets with uh, Klaus or whatever his name to get the stuff would be right around the time of Iron Man Two slash. Like it would been, it would have been, yeah, around Iron Man two slash, like because the things that you know is like, uh, T'Challa is the Black Panther. Yeah, but he was the Black Panther before. No, he becomes the Black Panther, um, because you get to see his ceremony. He doesn't become the Black Panther because until he takes over, um, I thought he became the Black Panther before his dad died. Nope. Mm-mm. Huh. It's not till afterwards because they they have him go and. Get the flower. Well, I mean, but in this, he has the Black Panther outfit before his dad's death. But that's the thing is that I feel like his dad doesn't die because of the time, because Tony Stark is an Iron Man. So in this world, his dad just passes the title to him. It's not because he died. It's because his dad's kind of old and chubby Mm. and he can't really be running around in spandex suits when you're like, no, (laughs) I guess it's not spandex, but still. (laughs) Um, Yeah. It's vibranium, Donnell. Vibranium. I know. I know. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so it's interesting. I, I I do like the uh, when they're they're going to build Killmonger's robots and he's like, well, if this goes wrong, we just built the most expensive Gundam model. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm just he's like, like, I'm really into anime. Yeah, really. <laughs> um, and then I, also I was like, I mean, and it is part of the course for Tony Stark, but also it's like, yeah, this is why Pepper was around. It was like, why would you make a military? wet work person your ceo of your company like what does he know about business what yeah. i'm not saying he's not skilled at what he does but that what do you know about business what do you know he gonna tell you about some stock options like i'm just like who because like, you should be the ceo what <laughs> um but yeah no because of killmonger i was like man a lot of people get shafted out of the i mean one is i mean so i mean of course we a we don't get an iron man we also don't get a war machine but those are things we don't know of 
like if that stuff never happened we don't know that iron man is a thing but i think both uh pepper and happy get like happy never gets his uh, yep. chief security and pepper never gets her coo and i'm like mm, man killmonger really screws up some yep, people yep. i mean he also gets a lot of people killed but uh, he also really just screws up some people's like careers man <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah not not a, not a yeah. strong showing for me mm-hmm. not a, not a strong episode how, I, how many more episodes do we have left i think so this was Two? episode six i think no there's 10 10 okay yeah, so four more one. yep i'm still um, i'm still hoping for for more more zombie stuff but maybe they'll do that yeah. next season which they're definitely going to have a next season oh yeah yeah i cannot imagine they wouldn't or they're going to look at this and like oh my god why didn't we make movies out of that and make a billion dollars mm-hmm. yeah hmm. uh two things i and it's already been talked about a lot in the series but i'm just like how insanely expensive vibranium is yeah because when class is like this spear is 10 million dollars i'm just like and then he like opens up that crate and there's have tons of it i'm just like so how much money is like Tony shifting around? Like this has to be in the billion. Like yeah. vibranium is insane. Yeah, um, but yeah, but, it, but he's insainly rich. Yeah, I know. Oh no, I'm not saying Tony can't yeah. do it. I'm just saying that's still insane. But th- think um, about like if a spear that size was made out of diamond, how much would that be worth? Yeah. Probably more than ten million dollars. Yeah, probably a hundred million. Wouldn't it be nearly <laughs> as? I guess it would. Not oh, man. Yeah. No, diamonds are brittle. Yeah, it's, you cannot use diamond as a weapon. Yeah. Um. I think it was a little sad. <laughs> I think it was a little sad watching uh, watching uh, T'Challa die in this episode just with the real yeah. world. I was like, ah, I, I know they didn't know this when they made this episode, but it is kind of sad to watch. Um, and then the last thing is, I just found it really strange. And like, maybe in this universe, he doesn't know, or maybe we just he his it hasn't come to fruition yet, but doesn't know that the king T'Challa's father is the one who killed his dad. Because, like, I thought so many times he's going to betray the Wakandans. Like, and, yeah. I, and he still might be planning it. But, like, when the, I thought for sure in the battle, like, there was when he charged in the right, I thought he was going to use that, like, as a cover to kill the queen and the one. Yeah. Script. And, like, nope, saved their lives. And then, like, he, I get he became the black. He's Panther. playing the long game. I guess that's it. Because, like, I was like, yeah, his one of his main goals was to make sure that the people who killed his father, which is the Wakandans, paid. And, like, right now he's actually helping the Wakandans out quite a bit. <laughs> um,. A lot of money wasted for that plan, though. Yeah. Like all those robots he built just to destroy. Just, I mean, it's to get loyalty, but still. That's but now lot. you got the mother load yeah. of Vibranium. Yeah. You got the whole asteroid down there mm-hmm. under your control. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, but it was all right. Like you said, probably one of the weaker showings. I definitely agree with you. It's probably number two at the bar. Number yeah, two no, anybody who says this but, is the best one, I'm like, did you not watch the last two? Yeah, exactly. Like, they were amazing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know what you're watching, but yeah. All right, let's talk about what we do in the shadows. Yeah, let's talk about what we do Viva in the Atlantic City. <laughs> I <know. laughs> oh, man. I, I love that he uh, starts playing the, the theme song on the piano mm-hmm. before it rolls into that. Yep, yep. Uh, I think this is my favorite episode of this season. So this far. was, for uh, this season, absolutely. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, lots of good, good, good parts in it. I just love, like, I, I, I like each of the... Each of the zombies, and I mean, you mean vampires, Va- oh, yeah, vampires. Sorry, each of the vampires is special in their own way. Yeah, and I just love with uh, what Laszlo, just all the times when he just brings up some of the most random. Because I just loved at the beginning when he's like, you know, traveling as a zombie isn't as simple as you think. It's not just winking off Morris in the story. <laughs> like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> um, but uh, Colin 
shined so much in this episode. And he was really backbench this episode, mm-hmm. but every time that they showed him, it was I just loved it. Like yeah. somebody would freak out or something. He would you just see him in the background just feeding like a, mm-hmm. in, a in a frenzy. Like, I love like and it just shows Colin as I just love that he's literally like they show as everyone showed up at the hotel, like they show what Collins and he's like taking photos with the shampoo. <laughs> With a Polaroid. With a Polaroid, <laughs> yeah. Um, I noticed that he he reflects in the mirror. Yeah, they've yep. pointed that out before. That he refl- That's one reason why I thought Colin, but it's he's been through some stuff where he, I know he is now. But that's one reason why I thought Colin wasn't a vampire, and I just thought that he was just a human who, for whatever reason, thought he was this energy vampire. Oh, that's what, just hanging out he, with the vampire. Exactly, that's why I... Because he could be seen in the reflections and stuff. I was like, oh, he's not really a vampire. He's just like, yeah, I'm an energy vampire. But we have proof, you know, that he actually is a yeah. va- weird well, vampire. Well, I mean, at the v- in the first episode, they show that he's really old. Yeah, yeah. You that's know? another thing, yeah. My, my, my favorite episode of Colin is when it shows his just day life in the office and he's just draining everybody. Mm-hmm. And then and then meets oh, he another was, am- he energy was, vampire. <laughs> he was killing it at that blackjack table, man. <laughs> uh, he was just devouring some people. I was like, damn, Colin is making it. Making out like a bandit here. Oh. Um, I love, I love how they try to. They start talking about interests. <laughs> Everyone has interests, and the whole thing at the time I'm thinking is like, how can? And then they also talk about Guillermo. You know, maybe having a girlfriend, or maybe ooh, a boyfriend. But I'm like, how? How does he ever have time to yeah, have any interest, yeah. or a girlfriend, or a boyfriend? He's got all day, all day long after chores <laughs> are done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know, I love, Come on, you stinky bitch! The library's open. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? that is not a say that ever uh, anybody has ever mumbled so uh, so uh yeah so colin drops on uh nandor that that the about the big bang yeah yeah he's watching the big bang theory mm-hmm. and uh you know blows nandor's mind and nandor's like oh well it's it's four elephants on the back of yeah. the turtle which is a call to uh disc the disc world. world by uh terry pratchett yeah yeah um which which is great uh i i, I i'm like you know, he made me a little bit more blackout curtains in those hotel <laughs> yeah. rooms. I like, found it very strange how, like, I, I they were just, like, lying on beds, and it was, like, very clear that the sun was out. I was like, yeah, well, at least it'd be some dead vampires. Yeah. I love, I love when they, you know, they're losing their powers, and I just love when uh, Laszlo turns, he's like, bat! And he turns into a sparrow, and he's like, ah, sparrow, the lamest of all birds. <laughs> <laughs> that was fantastic. Um, I find it, like, the fact that Guillermo had to go to Europe to get dirt. Yeah, when they obviously had some at home because it. it well, no, sh- because well, Nandor at least took all of his dirt. With oh, him. okay. Because I was about to say they showed them like gathering up some dirt to take with them on their trip. So I was like, you don't have like even if it, like why wouldn't you have like you know a yeah bucket full yeah of I would have a barrel dirt. of dirt exactly in the basement just in case get that <laughs> imported or something, guys. I mean, come on. I was, I was so weird. Like he got. I thought because when they first like you got to go on a journey. He's like, what, you got to go. On a journey back to the house, I was like, "Oh no, he got to go to Europe," and I was like, "That's and and I don't I don't understand why they got to take the dirt out of the bag. Why can't they just put the bag under the bed? Yeah, yeah. you know, like then so, maybe so that way it doesn't leave it alone. Yeah, and doesn't get doesn't get vacuumed up, which was which was funny. I I must say that that's some housekeeping on a level of professionalism I've never seen before. I mean, Colin's literally in the room 
watching the worst show ever and just quoting it and housing like Does, doesn't matter weird dude just keep going vacuuming <laughs> got a job to do gonna get this job apparently done. that's a normal thing but me i'm like i'm clearing out yeah oh I'm, yeah i'm clearing out so they can do their thing i'm never I'm there be gone yeah there. i'm like no no I'm, that's what you go get breakfast you come back to a yeah, room that's cleaned up exactly like that's... It's, it's like magic <laughs> um, uh, okay so was it so so laszlo's best friend they're Shining. going. They're going to to his wedding. Uh, it was a re, uh, vow renewal. Vow renewal. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And is he human? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Best friends, just a human dude. That's that, that <laughs> Laszlo right. for some reason just loves. Like, <laughs> I mean, Laszlo has some. I mean, and that's just saying something for especially for Laszlo. Like, all the vampires very like don't value humans that much, obviously. But Laszlo for some, and Laszlo probably the most of all of them. But. I, for whatever reason, like this dude Sean, <laughs> he's tight with Sean. I mean, he uh, felt bad about taking Sean's money. And I just love Sean. <laughs> he's just like, oh, uh, I love how drunk they are when they're losing yeah. their power. Just, yeah. <laughs> it's all just like the oh, it was fantastic. Uh, I was not expecting that boxer to get beheaded. I, oh end. yeah, <laughs> I was like, what hypnotism did you put on him <laughs> to knock off his head? And I wrote that down. I was like, I don't, I don't think you get paid out. If a boxer killed, like, I don't think that's a win. I don't think that's going to go in and win, da- win column for that dude. I, I think, well, no, I, I think like that they, he's in the, the, the other boxers in the corner, just like, yeah, freaking head out. And like, hand, <laughs> just like, oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, well, I, don't, I don't think you get paid. I, I think the casino probably gives you back your money, which they would hate to do, but still, I don't think they're going to give you winnings. I don't think, I don't think that counts as your bot, the guy you bet on won the match. I mean, did the match stop? Yes, but I don't think, I don't think anyone calls that a win. Nah, <laughs> because it's a free, well, no, I think it would still be a win. It's a knockout for sure. <laughs> I don't, I, I, I think if <laughs> you're looking at outside that, the ring. I think if you're lo- looking at that boxer's record, that's listed as like, did not, or what's that, no contest or something, because I think, I, I just don't see them like that's a win right man's dead win yeah win <laughs> i mean i could be wrong i'm not a boxing official but uh, i just feel like they just put a no, no contest up in there i i, I like that uh they, they did a little uh, oceans 11 mm-hmm. joke in that there little oceans I mean, whose movie's favorite movie is oceans 12 i know when he said that i was like well this dude's sean he's an idiot well I, that was the point it's supposed know. to make you think i i know i know <laughs> He's like, I was a 12, man. I was like, mm, you're a 12, man. No one's a 12, man. I mean, I defend 12 all the time, saying it's not as bad as people say, and it does have some merits, but it's still never going to be my favorite. Like, <laughs> Though I will say 12 is better than 8. Yes. You know well, all of them are better than yeah, 8. I know. Yeah, all yeah. of them are better than 8. 13 is better than 8. Well, 13 is better than 12. Which? Okay, wait. Which one is the the one where they have the holographic statue? That's 12. 12, okay. okay. Yes. Yeah, 13 is where... 13 was literally made, and it's one of the reasons... Oh, 13 why. is with the nose. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And 13 is was made, and because like, if you read up about the backstory behind it, it's because all... One is because all the actors and actresses in it were like, we just like doing these movies. Yeah. And another thing was like, they, they at least some of them, they, they were quoted saying, because I, I know that George Clooney and I think Brad Pitt, um, and probably I think one or two others, actually took pay cuts to make the movie. Because they're like they said they felt like they let everybody down with twelve. Yeah, mm. I, I just that's one reason why thirteen. Thirteen still not as good as one, but thirteen does sit nice. My heart was like, yeah, it's just the actors like one is like they're doing something they love with a bunch of people they like, and also they're like they're not even doing it for the money. I mean, they still got a hell of a lot of money. But oh yeah, you're because, fucking because George they would have gotten percentage off the back yeah, end or whatever. But you're fucking George Clooney. You could have made double that, and the fact that he's yeah. like, nah, uh, so we can make sure this movie gets made. I'll take you know, I'll only take 
you know, thirty million dollars instead of sixty yeah. million. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to be to be rich that rich where that's a sacrifice. Ah, oh, I'm only taking thirty. <laughs> <laughs> you know me. Well, and you had to know that like Ocean Thirteen was going to make a shit shit ton oh, of money. Yeah. Like yeah. just period. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Everybody wanted to see them do it again. So yeah. Um. But yeah, I this, this like you already said. Colin was in the background a lot this episode, but they made sure every time he was there, it they made it count. If you can't tell, we've got a love affair with Colin oh, Robinson. He's so great. He is the best vampire. He can drain me all day. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, I, I, I think that they just made the episode. This was just a great episode. I very much enjoyed it. Thought it was fantastic. I just love when Colin's collecting his winnings and he's just like, oh. Messed up. The guy started over. You can just see the person behind the pa- the bookie or the paper. It's just like, oh my gosh, let it in. Uh, he's so good at his job or being a vampire. But yeah, great, great episode. Really All right. Episode. The Lower Decks. The Lower Decks. This was a good episode. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed this episode a lot. Return of the Packlids. Yes, I love that they are making the Packlids their enemy. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, mm-hmm. like they weren't just going to be throwaway. Yeah. And, you know, then I was excited when they brought them back. Yeah. And now they're just kind of like just all up in there. And yep. it's like, oh, let's make the stupidest enemy, the, <laughs> or the stupidest race, uh, the enemy of the stupidest ship. You my know? home is not big enough. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so freaking great. <laughs> the time of the big helmets yeah, is, is over. over. <laughs> Ooh, I have the oh, biggest big helmet. helmet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I love that they're making them not stupid. Yeah. They're just different. Yeah, they're still pretty still. Are they? <laughs> yeah. Are they, though? Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, if you go back and watch, like, the episode from TNG, I, I question it. Maybe mm. it's just, just they're just alien. I mean. And they, they seem alien to us because, yeah. I mean, that's, so, you know, I love that they've still got the, um. Uh, um, the security guy, mm-hmm. the, uh, I don't, I don't, I forgot which race he's from the, the ones that speak yep. in the weird riddles yep, yep. and stuff, you know, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, you get, you get, uh, <laughs> are you getting Ben? <laughs> ben? I can't say it. <laughs> are you getting Basmenti when he pulls, <laughs> when he pulled the, ah, oh, God damn it. I can't say it. God damn it. Anyway, I'm moving on. All right. Right. Fine. <laughs> Anyway, he's his his character. It that that race is is hard to understand yeah. because they have such a weird way of talking. Yeah, but I mean, if you looked at like the Packlid City. It was this beautiful, clean. It was, you know, uh, still interesting dumb, architecture man. and all this stuff. Yeah, and, and you know, they send the spy and. I, I don't know. I just the spy I just, who does a I just terrible like, job and throws himself out of an airlock. I mean, they're smart enough to take like a dozen races ships and make them work together. Yeah, they got shit security, but you I know, mean, I just I just feel like they luck out, or maybe maybe they're clever in a couple of ways. Like that that chick I was talking about earlier, she knows how to cook. Robert can't do anything else. Maybe they're clever <laughs> with some mechanic stuff and some city building. But they see, they still seem so, like just even even at the end the, with them keep on mistaking her for Captain Janeway. Like even after the end, she's not Captain Janeway, and then two seconds later, <laughs> hey, you defeated Captain Janeway. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I thought that was like oh my god that they just really just there's all women in Starfleet or Janeway. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, um. So uh, speaking of we, cooking, speaking of cooking, yeah. 
someone who writes for that show must listen to yeah, our show. Yeah, we find out what the brown stuff yeah, is finally. Yeah, beans. It's beans. Because I was, I was like, what the hell is that brown stuff? You know stuff? what? If I'm if I'm in if I'm in Starfleet mm-hmm. and I've got probably like the delicacies of you a thousand want. a thousand alien species, yeah. beans. Yeah, I know. Why I don't eat beans, beans now because they're lame. I'm like, <laughs> who? Well, I mean, but here's the thing. I mean, not Rutherford, because it was Tindy and Rutherford who were eating beans. Um and so I can't, I had no explanation for Rutherford, but maybe for Tindy, I mean, just like you said, you have all the delicacies of the world. Maybe for Tindy, maybe for her. Her race, like yeah, they they have all their food. Maybe beans are something special. Mm, maybe, yeah. and I maybe Rutherford's just doing it out of being like a friend. He's like, oh, Tindy likes them. I get them too. Uh, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh man, uh, uh, I so- like, I like. I thought for sure they were gonna point to the red shirts. I thought for sure because like, like we just had an opening. You know, someone got promoted. I thought we were gonna find out that like the red shirts, the reason why people joy or people keep joining is because you know the myth or the you know myth with red search is they always die yeah so i thought they were like like the reason that one was going to find out that the reason why there was an opening was because the yeah, last guy died yeah, and like yeah. i thought more of them were going to die in <laughs> the course of the episode which i mean they were still all right but i, like, I feel a little bit of a wasted opportunity because everyone knows red search don't make it through away missing so, so okay so, so the, so the storylines are uh the captain and the first officer oh, or no no on, the captain on, and who and, uh, uh yeah no who was it yeah, because the first was it for, no 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 it was the captain the first officer yeah no, her number one no it wasn't the first officer uh showing showing around the the quote asylum seeker that was really no a, that was uh that was the the lead engineer shocks and the and the security dude oh okay you're yeah, right you're yeah. right you're right uh they're they're going to try and get a a, a ceasefire signed mm-hmm. and whatnot With the pack lids. um we got is, apparently I mean I guess that's another you know, I guess, uh, point in your column, or maybe they're not some, apparently, like, the, the pack lids are dangerous enough where, like, yeah, we need to get a ceasefire yep. negotiated, so. Well, they're, they're attacking supply lines mm-hmm. and trade routes mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Uh, then we, then we got the storyline of the, the spy slash asylum seeking mm-hmm. pack lead that's, yep. that's running around the sh- ship, um, and then we've got Boiler in the red shirt. Boiler in the red shirts where he's trying to pretend to be a captain mm-hmm. and giving it amazing speeches yep, and stuff yep. like that. And then we got uh, anomaly collection duty. Yeah, which I felt they could have done more with that. Mm-hmm. You know, they did do something with they it. They did. And do it, something it was with a little it. fun, but yeah. but but they could have done a little bit more. I I loved with the red shirts and they're like before they give Boiler his uh uh his uh, makeover makeover and I just love like one of the guys like would you follow that hair into battle and I was like I wrote that I was like I want to follow that hair into battle. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, nah, I'm not. I'm not following that. Yeah, I like what you guys do something about that uniform. And I was like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's wearing the same thing. <laughs> I do have to say at the I'm end, Jeez. when Boiler, like, I get not being with the red shirts, but I think that makeover was good for him. I think he Yeah, he looked pretty buff there. Yeah, yeah. I was like, why? I, I, you don't have to hang out with the red shirts He anymore, had shoulder pads. <laughs> yeah, I think you keep the hair and the, and the, the, the body, but no, he just gave it up. <laughs> um, I was not expecting three little pigs. No, no. From a from a storybook. Yeah, <laughs> I man, I just put down it's like Manor just literally she just brings out the worst in everybody, like literally everybody. If you remember last week's episode with Boiler and kind of made him over smug and cocky with this episode, so he gets Tindy to get all just angsty and upset and hate everything. I'm just like Manor, it's always you. You're it, like and Manor was so, like Tindy was so, so upbeat and positive, and Manor just kept beating her down until finally Tindy broke. I'm like. She just brings out the worst in everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a lot of the times she does 
fixed it after the fact. But I'm always like, if he didn't do it in the first place, you wouldn't have had to fix it afterwards. So actually, <laughs> this was Bornler who fixed it, which is a, a rarity. Usually Bornler, I mean, he did it through Bornler ways, but usually it's Manor who saves everybody's life. But we got a, we got a Bornler show where he, he stepped up. Hmm. I want a USS terrible. Cerritos shirt. I'd wear that. I'm sure you can get one. Oh, I bet I can. Yeah, I bet I, I'll guarantee you that <laughs> the second that episode aired, there's some lower on the lower decks website, which I'm sure they have. There, there was a USS Cerrito shirt yep, up on yep. up on there. I mean, so I mean, like I said we 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 had the three storylines that you know you know Boiler, like you said, saves the Boiler's red shirts and the and the the garbage cleanup storyline come together with him saving Tindy, and then we we get the get the. Uh, Packled spy back to his people, get the captain back on board, and then I thought we suddenly were getting a crossover, Robert, into uh, Star Girl. When they pulled out that black crystal, I was mm, like, "We got yeah. a Clipso on the lower decks, folks." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I did not see this crossover happening." I tell you what, I didn't expect was there for them to drop Armas. I know. This. Like, I was like, "Wow!" I just love this. We could bring Armas. <laughs> sitting on his planet all alone it's like i wish i had someone to yeah it's like i am the skin of evil <laughs> uh so that so that is a callback from season one episode 23 of star trek the next generation the work okay. the episode skin of say, evil i knew i knew who armors was but i didn't take the time to look up where oh. he showed up hey Robert. i go the extra mile for our fan yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> for our fan um yeah, yeah, this was a solid episode. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it a it was, lot. It was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. <laughs> I do agree with you. I think they could have done a little bit more with the the garbage pickup storyline. I mean, they're. I mean, they did do a lot with. They it. did a lot you with know. it. Could have been a little bit quirkier. Um, but yeah, it was fun. Still a fun time. Uh, Man, I can get in a lot of trouble with that little crystal. Oh yeah, that'd be I terrible could just day, I can just communicate with anybody anywhere mm-hmm. in the universe. Mm-hmm. Just like. <laughs> That's that's uh that that's not the fact that that's just I mean I know that's the whole point but the fact that it's just lying around you don't just you don't just leave that lying around for garbage pickup you know, like, you know I'll guarantee you section thirty one has like just a handful of those yeah like those just, are so overpowered they don't just leave them lying around to be picked up by anybody exactly, exactly. <laughs> all right well we're gonna take another break and when we return we're gonna talk about Star Girl we are going to talk about Star Girl. Hello, I'm Kai Bobby, co-host of the Rotten Treasure Podcast, where I talk with my friend Jim O'Donnell and a special guest about movie franchises that arguably went on a little longer than they should have. Hey Jim, what movies do we review? Home Alone, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, Home Alone 3, Home Alone 4, Taking Back the House, wait, wait, Home wait, Alone, wait, Jim, Holiday Jim, Heist. Jim, Jim, we, we, re- we review more than just Home Alone movies. Tremors. Tremors 2, Aftershocks. Uh, do we have any guests? Do we have guests, Jim? Scott Campbell, Robert and Donnell from Watching It, Sarah Carter. <sighs> okay, uh, how do people find us on the internet, Jim? Follow us at Rotten underscore Treasure on Instagram, at Rotten Treasure on Twitter, Rotten Treasure on Facebook. Okay, all right. You know what? That, that's enough of your list. Um... So, folks, if you still want to find us, uh, you can listen to us on your preferred podcast app, uh, such as uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Podbean.com, Google Podcasts, Listen Notes, not SoundCloud. Stargirl, Episode 6, now $2 cheaper. 
<laughs> First thing I noticed in uh, the show, so stop signs are two dollars yeah, off. Yeah. So I I just have to say this, like I know we're gonna be wrong. The the the, the writing and everything and, and acting and stuff in Star Girl has never been like where I'd be like top cream of the crop. Yeah. But this episode, while this is also a really good episode for the reasons, this episode had the most where it reminded me, oh yeah, this is on the CW. <laughs> <laughs> there are just a couple of there different was a different scenes. time where i was like yeah this is cw yeah. but i was also like this is a new level of cw yeah i mean that's most of the show when i watch it i'm like i can kind of forget that it's on the cw this episode had a couple different scenes i'm like nope nope yep this is cw folks what, one, what in particular stuff um i have them written down throughout uh, other than other than eclipso's just whole costume uh, situation yeah eclipso's <laughs> costume situation the ending laugh of bruce was weirdly awkward <laughs> the the Scene where Courtney is uh, lamenting over not splitting up with uh, splitting up with Pat, and she just it just felt so forced. When she's like, "I should have been there with him," then when the mom actually's like, "Go get him and kick her ass," I'm just like, "No, yeah, you're just not yeah. you're not selling it, folks." And actually, the entry the intro scene for the fight scene where they're they're walking through the school, and then all of a sudden they see Isaac playing the violin, and Artemis is sitting on the table, and then Sydney just kind of steps out from the side, and wow, and I'm just like. What the fuck was that? <laughs> like, so yeah, there was a lot of this. So I was like, yeah, they, 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 they this very much is on the CW. It's still a good show. Don't get me wrong. This is this is a good episode. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of parts in this episode. Where I was like, yep, yep. Okay, let's talk about Yolanda. Yeah, I, I they. One thing, like I, you brought it up in the beginning, but I have wholeheartedly hopped on this thing. They really need to do something with this whole mental issue with yeah. Yolanda. And I mean, I mean, I it's I think it'd be cool with something to do with brainwave. But if not, like they got it, this they're really making it obvious. Like, I mean, even though it was just a messed up order, they're making it obvious something's going on with Alanda. Yeah. So you got something. And I feel like they're mentally. just skipping over it. Yeah. Like all the time. It's like, it, like, I, I mean, it's one of these like, you know, how I not that. I mean, the, sometimes you can't tell, but I feel like with the Alanda, especially like actually when they went to the diner themselves, like your friends aren't good friends. They can't tell. Like something's not right. Yolanda's not doing well <laughs> like, yeah and they're just like nah but we're fighting crime i was like maybe you should take a moment for your friend and be like what's going on you know but uh yeah so so donnell mm -hmm. i've worked in restaurants mm -hmm. you've worked in restaurants yep it's not hard no you don't mess up orders all the time like this no and i think i mean i feel like yolanda's a smart person mm -hmm. you know in universe That's why her, it's like i said her she's got a notepad up. Her right mind. down the order. No, I will. I've worked in restaurants and not, not the restaurants I've worked in, but I've also seen restaurants where like they specialize. Like that's part of the. And I always thought it was dumb because I'm like, one is like, it's not that impressive of a talent. And also, just it does raise. It. I've seen lots of restaurants where like either they don't or they uh, like or the people take pride and be like, oh, I don't, I don't take a notepad. I can remember it all up here. And I'm just like, that's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like, oh, you, uh, what? Let's say if you're successful at it, it's not that impressive. It's like, cool, you remembered five orders in your head. Yeah, and if you well, I mean, it's impressive it, when you're working twelve tables and yeah. you, you're remembering everybody. But then also, and what table just, they're but at. and then when you just mess, but then it's like I said, it just raises more. Like it's not like a notepad is a sign of weakness. It just raises more chances of you making mistakes. <laughs> like yeah. just take the notepad for crying out loud. Um, yeah, but I, Isaac is going full evil. Yeah, this I did yeah. not expect from this episode that it was gonna end up in a giant fight and that Eclipso was going to get loose and that yeah. that like everyone oh. was going to get attacked like one on one like man it was just yeah another 
thing. Sorry, I even though to go back to your thing is another example of uh, the CW sewing through was they need to never do any more Courtney flying inside a building scene. <laughs> Both the time she hops on her staff and flies, it looks so terrible. All the they, it's like she's flown a lot in the series, but I remember it's always been outside and it's a lot, yep. a lot more forgiving with the wide open spaces and you can. Just warp how fast he's going. Indoor flying. They need to steer clear of that for the rest of the series because it looked terrible both times he did it. But anyways, uh, yeah, no, the fight. See, I did not see see that coming. And also, I will say this now. I when I, when you know when when Cindy's getting her crew together, I was like, yeah, I'm. Uh, I mean, especially when she didn't get Cameron. Yeah. Um, I was like. I mean, Artemis is good. Don't get me wrong. Artemis is good. And we know Cindy on the train. It was like, you got you and Artemis. But I got to be honest, Isaac, I don't see. He he was a lot more yeah. impressive as yeah. with the fiddle than I thought. Because I get, when she's getting the crew, I was like, I, you, you think, like, they were like, I know it's going to be four and four. It's like, I'm not even sure if it's going to be three on four, man. Like, I don't think Isaac is a, <laughs> is a contender. Oh, um, man. We'll get into the fight scene later. But I do yeah. love what he's like. He's kind of doing ninja stuff with the violin. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, if you would have said Isaac versus Yolanda as a fight, yeah. I would have been like, that's in- not a in- fight. Instantly over. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, so, I, but yeah, so we get to see Isaac. And I wonder, I mean, like I said, it's obviously he's lying to him. But my thing is like, because like I said, one is technically, and I thought it would have been interesting, but now Isaac is dead, so it will never come to head. Uh, Wait, I thought, Isaac isn't dead? Yeah, he is. Oh, he is dead. Yeah, clips yeah, 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 yeah. But I thought it would I thought it would have been interesting for it to come out that because you know Isaac is on their team because he believes that Courtney got his parents killed. Yeah, and I wonder like I wonder how he's spelling his dad because his dad has been gone for a while. But the other thing is also like I thought it would have been interesting to get for it to come to head that it was actually Artemis's parents who killed his mother. Mm. I thought that would be interesting. Now, like I said, that's a storyline that will never happen now because he's dead. Yeah, but uh, what's I I think this show has a problem with wasting potential villains or wasting potential characters yeah as a whole. um we'll get into it more a little bit later but i just feel like that they, they 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 shotgun through a couple in this episode i'm just like we could have had something there yeah like, so but already, i mean at we've the already talked about brainwave and dragon king we're just like could have had something there yeah. <laughs> but at the <laughs> same time you know doom patrol shotguns through villains like nobody's business yeah <laughs> it's a different <laughs> feel though i don't know yeah it, it's <laughs> the, the difference between Doom Patrol and this is Doom Patrol doesn't get spend any time building up those villains they're going to shotgun through, really. Other yeah. than, I mean, they did build up Mr. Nobody, but he also was the major arc, and he got to play through his full arc. And I think rumors are he is actually coming back in season three. Oh, they'd have to. But, uh, have to. but, um, but anyway, still. But yeah, so my thing is like, yeah, they, 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 most of the villains are just like, hey, they're here and they're gone. We're like, with this one, like, no, they spend the time building up. Yeah. Like, Ooh, something's going to happen. It's like, no, 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 they're just gone. It's like, cool. Um, <laughs> So so we get Beth talking to her dad, getting yeah. real with him. Yeah. Um. And he, at one point he's like, "I just want you to know that we love you." I'm like, "I don't yeah. know. I well, don't know I, about I that." I put in here. I was like, "Beth really needs to figure out." Like, I hate to say it, but as a as a kid from a divorce and stuff, you can't fix it. Like, if yeah. they're gonna solve it, they're gonna have to figure themselves. And her parents also really just need to freaking talk to her about it and like do it the way they just keep it off. But the other thing I wrote down for this part is like Beth is going through her her 
uh, romantic excursions guy that she has. He's like, blue is for spas, uh, something yellow is for this. And then she's like, red is for bungee jumping. And if you look at that notebook, there's a good section of red. I'm just like, how much bungee jumping did you <laughs> set aside? Like, and why do you think Maybe that's they're romantic? really into bungee jumping? Like, this is what will get them back together, jumping off a cliff <laughs> on a rubber band. That's how my parents come back. Come on, together. Beth. Why can't you just turn to drugs and alcohol like the rest of us when your parents get divorced? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I did, and I was five. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we get Beth, and then she gets attacked by Artemis, which, once again, other side of the page, like I said, Yolanda versus uh, versus uh, Isaac. I'm like, oh, that's not even a fight. Artemis versus Beth, exact same thing, and except this one holds true. Yeah, uh, I'll bring it up later, but I don't. I don't, I don't. No, let's bring it up now. Let's okay. talk about Beth. Yeah, because you know what Beth should be doing right now. She should be in For- a cave somewhere or in a room. Being the the intelligence, yeah, being, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. There's these things called or, radios or walkie talkies, or she should be fixing her costume first of all, yeah, because it barely yeah. she barely fits into it. It's yeah. a hindrance. There's a dumpy little look, and me. she should be taking self defense yeah, classes she should or be something. Tra- like, uh, like my thing is uh, uh, my is perfect example in the exact same uh, made from the exact same people. DC is Batgirl when she gets crippled. Uh, in the Batman comics, yeah. does she continue to try to be background? No, she becomes the Oracle, which is a, just amazing as a character. And she's all like, she's the intelligence. She's feeding information to the Birds of Prey and to uh, Nightwing and to Batman. And she's like, v- one a very powerful player. I'm like, that could be you, Beth. Yeah, like you are not meant to fight. You, you don't. You don't have any experience. You don't have any super strength like uh like Rick. You don't have a suit that gives you super abilities like Yolanda. And you're not Wonder Woman like freaking Courtney. You don't have to be. Yeah, like. You, you can still very much be a part of this. You can still very much use your talents. You don't need to go to the school. Things called radios, cameras. Yeah. You you can get be a the gun. eyes and ears. Get a gun. Yeah. This is well, this is like, this is Nebraska. Yeah. She can buy a gun. I don't know. She can go into a store and buy a gun. Same day walk out. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Black Nebraska. Black chick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, she could do it. Yeah. How how I mean you see the power I don't know if guns gonna you ever seen the, you ever seen the show Ozarks yeah which oh, yeah, oh there's Ozarks. another season oh, coming that wait. coming soon that's one of my favorite and it's gonna, shows they're gonna end it there's gonna be the yeah, last season like, I know so we're gonna get a wrap up I'm Ooh. very much like I I think they can do it I think they can do it but like I said that's one thing that whenever a show's coming to end that's when I get just a little nervous I'm like are you gonna pull it off are you going to yeah. wrap up the story in a satisfying way I think they can do it this writing's yeah. been solid. everybody's gonna die the, that's how it's gonna end everybody's probably. gonna die probably I wouldn't be surprised. But uh, the writing's been solid throughout all of it. Yeah. So like, I think solid can... acting too. Mm-hmm. J- Jason <laughs> Bateman. Is oh man, I've got like I've got a I've got a screenshot I took at some point where it's it's on uh, uh, Netflix mm-hmm. and it has Always Sunny in Philadelphia right next to Ozark's <laughs> and it's just his face and one of them it's like the Ozark's face where he's just completely beaten and yeah. like just like evil and then Always Sunny in Philadelphia he's just happy as shot in. But anyway, you were saying something about Ozark's. Yeah, the scene where they send the the mentally challenged teenager. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Like they, he's yeah. like a middle schooler or something mm-hmm. to go buy a rifle and ammo, and yep. the guy's just like, "Yep, yep. let's do it." Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, send you got him a to point. the Walmart, yep. man. Beth, get a gun. <laughs> yeah, or a taser. Or if you're something. if you're gonna be going to the fight, you got you, you, yeah. you don't have the abilities of the rest of the team. 
Get get yourself a gun. Oh man, uh, you've never seen the magicians, right? No. You really need to watch it. It's so so good. <laughs> There's a they're they're magicians, right? They yep. can throw magic yep. missiles and turn invisible and and do all sorts of stuff. And they're like they're 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 in this like realm where like they can't cast or something or or they've forgotten how for whatever reason. And they're being chased by these other people. And this this character Margot, who's like ends up being the best character in the show, yeah. just pulls out a gun and shoots them. <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, I brought a gun. Thanks, Margot." <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, that is something to always take into consideration. You know, you see all these people with powers and magic. You can still, you can still use a gun. I mean, you, you can still use a gun. It's still very effective. <laughs> Doesn't matter if people have super strength or invisibility or anything. Violins that shoot air torpedoes. Gun still works. <laughs> uh, we get, we get. Uh, Star Girl and Stripe investigating the art room, and uh, Iceman Junior shows mm-hmm. up. Why? I'm, I'm just like, you're not hiding anything. Yeah. Why? I'm just like, why is anybody or why is everybody in this universe so terrible at lying? Yeah. I just love like we volunteered to clean up, and then literally like, two seconds later, well, we should probably get going. Like, what you clean up? <laughs> clean I don't up think there's anything. anything to clean up. Yeah, I think that art room looks perfectly fine with 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 yeah, paint I mean, it's splattered art room. everywhere. Yeah, it's fine. But I just love us. Oh, like, every art room we, should look. We volunteered to clean up, and then literally two seconds later, like, well, time for us to go. And I'm just like, yeah, just um, remit the the Jackson Pollock art room. Yeah, <laughs> I find it weird. And I mean, I said, I guess you could say she's kind of, but like. Court, or Cindy wasn't doing a very good job of making sure she stayed hidden. And so I found it weird that this is the first time Courtney has found out that she's back in town. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Seems like she wasn't like she was at the game. I know she wasn't like out or she wasn't, you know, but she wasn't hidden that well either. Like, like, and Courtney was sitting at an angle where she just look up in the stand and see her standing at the big. Like, it was just like, there's so many times at school when Isaac was at lunch. And I'm just like, you didn't, ne- just nothing. Never noticed Cindy anywhere. Yeah, at all. not on any um, of our patrols yeah. or anything. Um, We get, we get Mike and Zeke. Yep. Talking and stuff, talking about making a 12 inch chainsaw. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for that. Mm-hmm. So, sorry, not 12 inch, 12 foot. 12 foot. Yeah. 12 inch <laughs> chainsaw not, would not be nearly as impressive. And, and so, this scene showed me two things. One is, I just wrote down, like, I hate to say it, but I think Zeke is a better father than Pat. Yeah. And another thing also is, like, so Mike shows up at the, at the junkyard to, you know, figure out what his project is going to be for yeah. the team, right? And so my whole question is, remember in last week's episode, they go to the school to, you know, meet Eclipso, and they're like, oh, Pat's working with with Mike. And I'm like, on what? They didn't have a project yeah, yet. Yeah. Once again, I already said that it was dumb that even if they did have a project, they're like, well, your kids are going to face the ultimate evil. Maybe you could put this on hold for a second to go help them. But still, now you're seeing, they didn't even have a project. <laughs> like, yeah, and he's all talking about like he's been fixing toasters and other yeah. stuff. I'm like, when, when did he have time for that? Also, yeah. why does he not have a chaperone everywhere? He's already been kidnapped yeah, once. That's, that's what I'm saying. Is this, and actually Mike makes a strong case for being the smartest uh, family member at the end of this episode, which we'll get to. But uh, yeah, that the whole thing is like, we've already talked about this of how secret identities don't appear to be a thing here. Like all the villains know who the good guys are. All the good guys know who the villains are in this one. But if if you're playing that, that kind of game where everybody knows who everybody is, why? Do you not have strict rules and guidelines in place for like yeah wh- like you said why is Mike at the at the at the pound at the at the freaking junkyard by himself 
Like that makes no sense. Like yeah. the villains know who you are. Yeah. You know that you know that somewhere out there Mephisto or uh, no, Eclipse was out there. You know the shade, even though you don't know what side it is, the shade is wandering around. You know, you know that the yeah, even though everybody should be on high alert. Even though they seem like decent people right now, you know that Sportsmaster and Tigris can get out of prison whenever they feel like it. Yep. <laughs> and so I'm just like, and you're just like, no, it's cool if Mike just wanders around on his own. What? <laughs> <You're just> like, <laughs> I like how later on he he's about to they're about to kill Stripe. Mm. And he, he's like, no, that's my dad's friend. Yeah, no, I love that with Artemis. <laughs> She's like, no, that's my dad's friend. He's like, hey, you know what? It's so... And it's, it's kind of... That's one thing I find slightly weird is that Artemis is so aggressive towards them because, like, they made it clear in the episode where her parents broke out that they admitted to everything yep. and said they were, you know, like, we are criminals and all that sort of stuff. They made it to all of it. So she knows that. She knows that her parents are baby. And I guess you could still be upset with the people who got them locked up. But the other side of the coin is, like, when she doesn't want to kill Pat because as a friend, well, then you also know that your parents value Pat and by extension even Courtney to something where I'm just like, the fact that she's so, uh, maybe not teaming up with Courtney, but she's, like, so against them is just weird to me. But yeah, Cindy. So I yeah. So we originally thought that Cindy was yeah. going to recruit Mike. I, I just nope, wrote in here. Nope, I just he wrote, was always going to be bait. Yep. I just wrote in here for me. I just said no villain Mike, and I just put a little. I just put a little. You can even see a little little frowny face because I'm a little sad about that. Aww. I thought it would have been a nice <laughs> twist to have villain Mike. He does really have a frowny face written in. I his did, nose. folks, because I just wanted. That's just how I felt. I just felt sad. That <laughs> was like we don't we don't get a villain Mike. It was just always. I by, mean, by the end of that by the end of that notebook, you're you're just gonna have like heart stickers and like. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> rainbows yeah, and like, say, i mean at the rate we're going robert i'm gonna be done you're with tearing I, through that notebook, i already man. i already have my next notebook i already bought it it's sitting on the shelf ready to go because i just knew oh, doom patrol's coming doom patrol's coming <laughs> i bought five that. donnell okay <laughs> get with it okay get on my level <laughs> uh yeah like we said uh isaac and uh artemis go and attack stripe and somehow yep. dismantle his robot once again also like then this, like I said, goes back to like everybody knowing who everybody is. Why is why is Stripe just at your shop? Yeah, like no, you have a top secret thing. I mean, the fact I mean we already talked about Zeke, but the fact that Zeke knows about it and knows where it is, like no, that you, 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 I mean, you gotta have you. These are just bad. Everybody, these are bad superheroes. They're just every, they're just bad at being yeah. superheroes. Pat, Courtney, the whole crew, they all need to take some superhero <laughs> courses. Yeah, yeah. Man, Pat gets jacked up, though. Mm-hmm. And, got- and his, I wrote, it was so, his, it says, I'm not going to hit a child. I'm like, Pat, stop, stop. She doesn't care. She doesn't yeah. care. Like, and he's like, I'm still not. I'm like, dude, doesn't, I mean, eventually he doesn't get over it, but the fact that it took him that long, I'm like, dude, she doesn't, see, like, the first time he said it, and she's like, I'm fine with that. That's when you should already switched off, well, oh, we're done with the whole child thing. Like, yep. she's about to beat the crap no, out the of moment, No, the moment you put on a a, a, a costume, mm-hmm. all bets are off. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. matter if you're a child, you're a child anymore. You're a or villain. a kid, or a girl, or anything. Like, you just, you, you're getting your yeah. shit beat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, Pat ends up in the hospital. They go and see him. Then we find out that everything's going down. Yep. And they're for like. First, I guess real quick. First smart thing mom does is not try to get involved. She's like, you go do it. I'm like, thank you for understanding yeah. that you are just a mom. And while it is crazy to send your child into this sort of stuff, your child has a superpower staff and her friends have superpowers. Do not get involved. And the fact that mom was like, nope, stay here in the hospital. I was like, thank you. Mom's I applaud that. Mom's I applaud yeah. that. <laughs> but okay, so so Cindy calls Courtney and was like, we're going to kill Mike in an hour mm-hmm. if you don't get over here. Right. They don't have time for a crisis of faith conversation. No. Yeah. I'm no, just like, nope, no time for this. Rally the squad and get over there. Um, I love the shade showing up. 
Yeah. Like giant shadow being cast, and then he's just on the other side of the room. I like that you call his cell phone and nothing. Like, it doesn't ring. He just appears in yep, the room. Yep. Um, Damn, 555 five, five phone number. I still feel like the shade is playing the the tough guy or whatever. Like, when, when he's like, my, you know, uh, Cindy Berman has my son, and they beat up my husband. And when he's like, oh, what does that have to do with me? I feel like I feel like I still feel like that's an. Oh yeah, no, that was such a great quote. It's like it's quite the soap opera you've gotten yourself into. Yeah, yeah. Just ah, I love his character. Mm -hmm. I hope that he's around more. I hope he's in the next season. I, I, I mean, as we're talking about, I take a spinoff, wasting potential characters. We don't know officially, but part of me was like, because we know he turned into. I mean, this is jumping ahead, but we know he when he got injured, he turned into a cloud of smoke to escape. But then when he's in his room, and it seems involuntary, and I just wonder if... Yeah. I wonder if he... Like, I don't think so, but there is a possibility where... And if the, if, the, if it is this, once again, they're wasting characters. There's a possibility that that was how the shade dies, is by dispersion to smoke. I hope it's not. I don't think it is. I'm pretty sure he's going to show back up. But also the small part of me is like, but if they did just kill the shade, why? Why even introduce him into this episode or into this series? <laughs> um but uh yeah so then we get we get to the fight scene which is at at, at both times great and terrible <laughs> yeah okay so first of all let's talk about how great it was yeah it was really good this mm-hmm. is one of the best fight scenes yeah. i've seen in all of tv yep, yep. i mean there's certainly better that. ones there are certainly better ones yeah uh maybe not in game of thrones season eight but you know no, no, no. <laughs> you mean the let's send over let's have the big fight scene in the dark and just send all the guys out oh there. my god and then all the lights go out and like and into fight and you're like what was what <laughs> oh my god so there was like uh i saw a reddit post a few weeks ago that was talking about how the uh the director or producer was like this fight is going to be better than the two towers mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and they they should that some whoever you know did like a did like a gif of both of them overlaid yeah and it's just like so ridiculous how bad it is compared to the other one like you just don't even pay attention to it um, but man, the camera work was great. Mm-hmm. The choreography was great. Just, the just switching between. Yeah. Like, like somebody would, would roll on the ground. Throw a punch and then it would turn to like someone else blocking it. And like yeah. Or somebody fights. would roll on the ground and it mm-hmm. would turn into someone else rolling on the ground in another yep. fight. Uh, did, did good picks for who they had teaming off against each other. Yep. Like having Yolanda fight, fight the violent mm-hmm. guy. And you know he he obviously doesn't know what he's doing, but he's winning. He's way he's powered. He's, he's way better at that than his mother was. <laughs> like yeah. I don't know how his dad. I'm assuming his dad was the best at it, but like his his mother was not good. Like his mother was more controlled. He's just mm-hmm. raw rage. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I said, the, the but Beth, like I already talked about, but she's just she's just a liability. Like yeah, I thought just, she was gonna have something for a second there, where she had like the glasses, the goggles, do project a projection. Stuff. But that was it, and then she finds Mike. Which so that's the other question: Why is Mike there? Yeah, like there was no reason for Cindy to bring him. That that could be your trump card. Be like, oh, Mike. Oh, should have had him somewhere else. Yeah, because yeah. like like see, one is they got there. Like she didn't have to present Mike to get uh, Courtney to show up. Courtney already showed up. She didn't have to use Mike to sperm into a fight. Courtney was ready to fight. Like there was no, there was no reason for it. it was like, yeah, that's your trump card. That's your ace card. If things get out of control, be like, guess what? Mike isn't dead, and he's blankety blank blank buried six feet deep in a field. Better go get him before you know that's your get out of jail free card. Escape the thing card. And I'm just like, why is Mike there? What? Yeah. What? Just like the you heroes know, need heroes classes, the villains need villain classes. In this I, place. I I think that they should have gone hard with it. 
they should have killed Mike. Yeah, that would have been interesting. She, Cindy should have just thrown his corpse at her. At, but, at, at, uh, so Stargirl. the only thing I have against killing Mike is because it would just 100% fulfill his destiny in this show that all he has ever been and ever will be is a plot element. Yeah. Because he gets so little playtime, and most of the time when he does get playtime, it's to spur the plot along. And then even that scene is, even when an episode is kind of almost focused on him, a lot of times he'll show up, do his bit, and then they just put him to the side. So I'm like, that's all he's been. I'm hoping, like, that's the only reason I'd be against it is because it would just be like, and Mike has fulfilled his destiny as a plot element. Like, I, I and, it's, and it's not as impactful because I was like, if you make Mike a part of the show and then kill him, you're like, oh my god. Yeah. But where you just seem like, yeah, he's all, of course he's dead because he's always, he's just, you just need Mike to be around to make sure the plot moves forward. Like, yeah. But um, yeah, I do agree it would have been interesting if they killed Mike, but it would be better if they had built him up better in the first and, and the fir- first season and the beginning of this season to be more than just, yeah. hey, there's Mike. I guess that means the story's going to move forward, folks. Like, that's kind of what it seems like. If you see Mike, you're like, oh, hold up. Something important's going to happen. <laughs> that's, that's the whole point of Mike's character. Um, So so the shade shows up. Uh, well, well, hold, hold up. Okay. Before we get to that. Oh, oh we need to talk about your grievance. Well, a couple of things, but uh, one is... I have to say, they ne- they still haven't confirmed it, and they never confirmed it with their parents, but Artemis has to have some sort of superpowers, because she's squaring off against yeah, Our Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if, if even if not, if not super strength, because you can do this because Our Man is well, super she's strong, got, she's, she, she has to have, have durability. She has to have durability. He smashes her through walls, through a toilet. I mean, he also yeah. gets smashed through it, but he has, we know he has durability, super durability, but like, the amount of damage he does, like, he takes her at one point by the leg and spins her and smashes her back into a brick wall. If Artemis is just a normal girl, teenage girl, she's done. Yeah. Like, from that alone, I felt like he done. was a little weakened or something. He definitely seemed weaker at times during their fight. And part of me thought maybe he's holding back because he is fighting Artemis, who isn't super powered. But still, the amount of damage he was doing, I was like, even if he's not super, I mean, even if you are holding back, you're... You're fucking her up. Yeah, but uh, no, but yeah, and then there I, is. I feel, I feel like the tr- the 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 counter for him is you just get him to trigger his thing and then mm-hmm. run him around for an hour. Yeah, <laughs> then... hop on a motorcycle and drive off, and then come back an hour later. Like, oh, like, okay, well, you got to go run away for a day, yeah. and then I'm gonna terrorize the city. <laughs> so I mean, I, I, but uh, no. So then there is, like I said, then there is Artemis. Why another reason why she has that superpower? Because C defies she can fly the, she, exactly, or something she defies the laws of nature because during the scene she gets knocked down to the ground and i showed it to robert right before we started this part of the show just so it makes her on the same page and you agree robert yeah i didn't physically i didn't notice it before because i was taking notes and stuff but yeah but it, see she like throws her legs up into the sky and then somehow launches off her back legs onto the ground so she's not using her legs to do it launches off her back does a flip in midair and lands on her feet. Oh, no. She launches up like a good two or three feet yes. in the air. Yes. And then once she gets up to the top of the jump mm-hmm. that she's doing with her back With somehow, her shoulder blades or yeah. something. Then she just completely just flips yeah. with no momentum nope. to do so yeah. onto her feet. And it's lands. Like, yeah. And I'm just like, what the hell was that? <laughs> it's just like, that doesn't make any sense. Um, so anyway, as I was saying, the shadow, the shade shows up. I still oh, my God. Thing. I know. It, it's... it's I, it's a good fight scene. Don't tear it apart too much, Donnell. No, my only thing, and this isn't just about the fight scene, this is about the show as a whole. They need, I know this show is called Stargirl, 
I know that Stargirl is the main character, but they need to stop making the other characters useless without Stargirl. Because, like, yeah. you remember when they last episode when Stargirl was the only one who wasn't affected. And then in this one, even though, like I said, and ultimately they each win their own fight and then they actually have to come to Courtney's rescue. But still, right before Courtney, and this is also the terrible flight scene. But anyways, right before uh, Courtney hops in her staff and zooms around the room, like, both Artemis is getting the upper hand on uh, our man and Yolanda's you losing to the fiddler. And then she hops on her staff and blasts both of them to give them the upper yeah. hand. I'm just like... Do that earlier, why, by the way. Yeah, do that earlier. And then also, I'm like, why Why are you making the... They're supposed to be heroes, too. And I get seize the main character, and I understand that, but it's like, but they're supposed to be heroes, you know? So it's like, if they can't hold their own in a fight, what's the point of them being there? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Can I talk about the shade now, Donnell? Oh, you, you wanted to talk about the shade? Oh, my oh God, what? Yeah, I'm interested. What do you got to talk about shade about? Anyway, the shade <laughs> shows up. Yeah. Uh, he, he attacks... Cindy, because she pulls out the she pulls out the the crystal. Yeah. Well, no, he doesn't attack, and that's actually one of that kind no, of. No, didn't he, didn't he attack no. her? He was defending or something. No, he, and then the, and then Stargirl flies through the. So smoke. yeah, but before what happens is, and that's one thing actually frustrating me about, and why if they don't bring the shade back and be be angry is he just walks up to Cindy and asks her to put the gem in her, in his hat. And like, uh, he doesn't even attack. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, dude, get get real. And then like that's when uh what is it? that's when Eclipso takes over Cindy's body. And so then he defends from Cindy's attack yeah, or Eclipso's yeah, yeah. attack. But yeah, I, I was very dis I was actually slightly disappointed in the shade. Like he shows up, like, ooh, yeah. And then it was just like, that's it? I'm just gonna ask her to I do I do love that he's just gym. he's just like whatever this is, is so small. Yeah. Like he's this just is like just, children. Like if you knew it, if you knew what you had, you would not be using it for this. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so he basically the tri- eclipse. So inside the crystal is tricking star girl into attacking yeah. it. So that way it'll break him loose and he yeah. gets loose. I, I want to know what the shades tie. Cause there's, there's a lot more going with the shade and eclipse than he yeah. lets on. Yeah. Because like one thing we got, we got to hear is that his powers come from Eclipso's universe. Yeah. And I'm just like, I, 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 I there's more to the what's going on between those two than has been led on like he said oh, he's, he's just doing it to get rid of the i power. i assume because we've got a but few yeah. episodes left here i'm assuming yeah. that we're going to get some backstory we got more than a few there's 13 we got seven left oh right? shit yeah, yeah we're, we're just halfway lots there. of time lots of time for it well because they, they we got to bring everybody back right yeah we gotta, I, the green we gotta bring I figure, green lantern yeah. we got to bring back thunderbolt yeah like, i figure yeah. that's what they're like they're going to be not be able to beat eclipso and that's when we're going to have to recruit some really green lanterns because yeah if they don't bring the green lantern back and Thunderbolt, and what the hell was the point of that? <laughs> but yeah, uh, but yeah, so we got some episodes. But yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. Um, so anyway, so 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 Eclipso basically like starts eating Isaac's soul, and no you one know, does anything. Yeah, everybody just everyone like just don't stand help. There. Don't help. Just watch. I I was <laughs> like, you're watching. I know he's a but, and especially later on when they're lamenting like he wasn't actually a bad guy. I'm like, then why did you just stand there? Why he got yeah. devoured? Hey, I wrote hey, that Star down. Girl, you've got a staff there that can blast mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. from afar. Maybe, maybe like, try a little blast, huh? Yeah. Or so, yeah, I think it's just so funny. Like, I'm not funny, but it's like I think it's just being eaten. They're just like, hmm, that kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, one of the things I feel, and I don't know why they did it, is Eclipse's voice when he was in the crystal was Mwah, perfect. Yeah, why not so they, much when he got yeah, out. Yeah, like why didn't they keep that voice? Why, why, why didn't? Why not? You can do a James Earl Jones sort of thing, Darth Vader, James Earl Jones, if you have to. I was just like, if the actor, actor who does the voice of him in the Crystal can't play Eclipso in the show, I, like I said, 
Darth Vader that stuff yeah, up, man. Like yeah. that was his his nodding crystal voice is like, well, that's a little underwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> man, they could have done so much better with his makeup and costume. Yeah, yeah. Like they really cheaped out on that. I I was like, that that's that's the big bad. <laughs> like, well, and then and then they turn it. Then he morphs into a little kid, he turned a creepy into Bruce. little kid. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm just like, well, so he's going to be that most of the time. And then every now and then he's going to turn to the other thing. Yeah. I'm like, why not make him some weird gooey paint monster or something? Yeah. You know, and, and see, you know, use some CGI effects budget for those and just do it very, very, not, not a whole lot. So they're, you, they're saving all their CG money for their Solomon Grundy react. Oh, yeah. I mean, with the. Oh, like I, said, I bet Solomon Grundy's going to be on their side. And that's what I was about to say. Clip, is so. I'm pretty sure that, that like, besides Green Lantern and, uh, what is it, Thunderbolt coming back, I'm pretty sure that's what this whole thing between uh, between uh, Rick and Grundy has been about. So eventually, Grundy's going to show up to help smack down Eclipso. Fair enough. Uh, fair enough. Okay, so I got a theory. Okay. I got a mic theory. Got a mic theory. He's going to become the new shade. Mm. They, they, they. I feel like they hinted at it mm. just a smidge I, I, because I'm when it, when when Eclipso burst out, right? Mike looks down at the shades, glasses, and hat and cane, and I'm like, mmm, mm. mm. and clearly the shades been hurt, been damaged or something. Yeah, and he's at, he's not in control of his powers. Yeah, so maybe he's a, I don't know. That'd be interesting. I was gonna say, uh. Before Eclipso does that, though, I got to say, I don't know how her father did it and put those blades in her arm, but I feel like that has got to hurt a Ooh, ton yeah. to have that blade oh, ripped yeah. out of her wrist. Uh, let's talk I wonder about if Cindy, it grows back way. at all. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what, like, I don't know if it's bone or what is it, if it's some sort of, like, uh, Wolverine sort of thing, metal or whatever, but no matter what, that has got to hurt. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it's quickly forgotten when you're being sucked into a portal of black ooze shortly later. But for that moment, that would have to hurt a lot. Um, I'm like, I, so so that puddle of black goose she gets sucked into, that's got to be where Midnighter is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was about to say, yeah, Dr. Midnight. Um, and then also, once again, so they don't do anything for Isaac. Courtney does try to save uh, Cindy. And the whole time I think it's like, Courtney's. No, I mean she's she's in good shape, and she obviously does martial arts and stuff. But I'm like, don't you have like a I don't know, like a super strong guy? Yeah, around? <laughs> I feel like I feel like there's somebody else who could do a better. Yeah, can't job we get like this. a chain of them all? Exactly. Trying to pull I was her. like, why? Why no? I just like why no? Our man, like the dude yeah. has superhuman strength, and it's like, nah. Cool, yeah, again, everybody it. just watch. Don't help. Yeah, no, no yeah. one help. And Eclipso's um, just there, just sitting there staring at the yep. whole situation. I, and I, also, her feet got way too close to that black goo. I'm mm, like... <laughs> mm. um, I I don't understand. I mean, I, I understand why, because that would be the end of the series, and it'd be a dumb way to end it. But why did Eclipso not just kill all of them right there? Yeah. Like he, maybe he wasn't powerful he enough He takes yet. some damage from the staff, I guess, even though it didn't look like it hurt him that much. But he also destroyed the staff, or broke it temporarily. Yeah. So it's like... Either and I guarantee or he, sh- yeah, he showed that he can, he's strong enough to fight our man at least. And I doubt Yolanda has it. Beth's not going to do anything, and neither is Courtney without the staff. So I'm like, this is, this is, just Take kill him out now. Just kill, yeah. like if you don't want to deal with this later, <laughs> just just kill him. You got to be running the city if you just kill these four people right now. Um, but yeah, and then we get, like I said, Mike proves he's the smartest person in the in the family. As they're all gathered, and he's just like, I I need to be prepared. 
Like he he yes yeah. you do, and yeah. then he brings up like he wants training, and then ultimately he's like, I want my own stripe. But I'm just like, yes, Mike, thank you for yeah. being like, yeah, we yeah. need to have plans and processes. We need to be prepared. We can't just be walking around, going to junkyards, getting kidnapped. Like I was like the fact the fact that nobody else in the family has mentioned ever like we should like we should have like plans and stuff. And Mike's yeah. like, uh, and he even he says because right, Eclipso is a real villain. Yeah, like he's can, evil. Like he's yeah. yeah. Clips that they said already have plans in place, but once again, like I said, I just I just put that as like Mike just showed he is the smartest person in his whole family, smarter <laughs> than Stargirl, smarter than his mom, smarter than Pat. He is smarter than all of them because he's like, hey, yeah, there's there's villains. Maybe we should, I don't know, have some sort of training. Still not smart enough not this. to wish away Thunderbolt though. And I know he's growing. Okay, at least he's <laughs> making progress. I like the rest of them. <laughs> That's because he's hanging out with the real smartest person yeah, in the town, Zeke. Zeke. Yeah, he knows. Uh, so, so I'm assuming that Joel McHale's character is going to show. You know, the the star man is going to show up and and he's going to fix the staff or show her how to fix Maybe. the staff or something along it, those lines. Yeah, I'm interested because uh, I don't know I'm how her how, staff gets fixed or if it's how just how he's going to get in it into the world again. Like it's like I said, the last time we saw him. He was looking for it was like Pat. several episodes it, ago. It was yeah. episode one. That was the last time yeah. we saw him. It was episode one. He was looking. He went to the. Apparently, we got to see Patrick's wife. But uh, hey, and probably access. Probably Mike's mom. But yep. anyways, still, so anyways, yeah. But he's looking for Pat, and then this is, that that's the last like something better happen. You, you, like if I feel like Pat that, would not be hard to find. No, I don't think he, it's not like he's really. I mean, I mean, he's not good at hiding. I can tell you that much. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm pretty sure you look him up in the phone book. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely, this was... That was a great episode. This was a great episode. I, yeah. the, the fight scene was very well done and worth waiting for, because like I said, in the previous episodes, it's been a little slow from time to time. That fight scene was great. Oh, we forgot to br- bring up. like So yeah, we know that um, Isaac's dead. Yep. Cindy's probably not dead, even though Courtney says he is. But Cindy's probably not dead, probably just another realm. I think he's coming back. But the other thing is, Artemis got away. Yep. Yep. So we'll see what happens with that. There is. So well, she didn't so much get away as she is currently strapped to a wall by a no, baseball bat. No, see, Did she, she get runs. out of that? Yeah, she's out. And like, basically, after he devours Isaac, Artemis is like, and I'm out, which is a smart <laughs> thing to do. That's what I would and do. Everybody should have gotten like, out. Ah, guy just ate a kid, another kid. I'm out. <laughs> Time to go. <laughs> um, but one thing is, so Artemis, her character is a character in DC Comics and stuff, the actual kid becoming Artemis. Uh, or her name is always Artemis. But um, but so she is primarily a villain, but she has been a hero, including in Young Justice, mm. a couple of times. And I'm wondering if Artemis surviving is going to lead to her switching sides, maybe, or yeah, you know, we'll see. Could be, could be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to next week's episode for yeah. sure to see like what the fallout from all this is. Yeah, because a lot of stuff happened in this episode. Mm-hmm. Really hoping we get an answer on the shade by next episode. Oh yeah, because I don't. I, I just want is he alive? Is he still around? What's going on? Because yeah, I, I just hope they don't see waste. Cindy talking to Midnight Midnighter in the uh, in the it's alternate realm. His name is all right. It, his, it's, he it's, is Charles his, Midnighter. Yeah, yeah, okay, but you know, no one refers <laughs> to heroes. No one is like, uh, see, see Cindy talking to Clark Kent. It's like, no, it's Superman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, I guess we're both technically right. Fine, fair enough, fair enough. Um, fair enough. all right, well, we'll definitely join us next week where we're going to be talking about motherfucking Doom Patrol. And we're it's going to be his own episode. Yep, yep. We're going to be. Yep, yep. And we're, and we're, we're going to have three episodes, and this is the show that started it all. 
me and Robert are definitely going to be going hard into this uh, one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I finished my rewatch of the previous season. I'm about You're to start be doing up my, I'm week. starting yeah. mine up today. When I get home, I got to clean up uh, my house. I, 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 my, I, I had a game night, everybody. Robert was there. I did. I cleaned up a lot of it, but like, I still got to break down my table and some other stuff. So <laughs> going to be cleaning, throwing some Doom Patrol. I feel like I've got to prepare myself. Mm-hmm. Like go through a cleansing or something. I know. You know? He's just got to get ready. It's, I mean, oh, it's going to be. It's gonna, I mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't even know what to expect. Like yeah. Said, we're we going to do that as a two-parter next week because we it's going to be three episodes of Doom Patrol. And we're yeah. just going to have a separate episode just to talk about those. And then mm-hmm. we'll roll it into our regular yeah. our regular talk. Is it, It's going to overlap with Stargirl. I don't know mm. how. Mm, mm. Mm, these episodes are going to get long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, mm. that, like I said. That's why I'm perfectly fine with not covering why the last man. Yeah. I don't know where we're going to fit it in. <laughs> or see for that matter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, you can find us on our website, watchingitpod.com. You can follow us on Instagram at watchingitpodcast. You can email us, watchingitpodcast at gmail.com. Donnell, where else can they find us? You can always get us at watchingitpod. Uh, post up about our episodes there as they're coming out. Which um, service is that there, Donnell? Oh, sorry. I'm on Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> tweet out out there. I did a little tweet in, a little tweet. Um, but yeah, and as always, uh, if you can give us those, you know, reviews, likes, five stars, all that jazz, and uh, hope we can keep this podcast growing. Thanks. Bye.